He's a bit of a Lockie Swinton light in that case. He's always got a card in him. Welcome, rugby fam, to the first round review of the round one action in Super Rugby Pacific 2024. Let's go through and dive in today to the action or the highlights around the grounds and then dive into what you're all looking for in the fantasy team of the week, how my team went on. Certainly an exciting round to kick off Super Rugby Pacific. Uh, it was great to have rugby back on the field after six months of doom and gloom, particularly here in Australia from all corners. It was great to see the Brumbies looking really sharp, Crusaders coming in without Scotty Robinson and the rest of the pack and so much more. So it was super exciting to get back and actually watch rugby's like one of my fa- I realized one of my favorite times of the week is uh, that's 4 4 p.m. ish time Brisbane time on Friday afternoon from way back when I was in grade 8 at school come home after school sit down turn on the TV and you kick your weekend off with super rugby definitely kicking off in style so wrapping up the six games across two days over this first round, on the Friday, we saw the Chiefs are definitely the real deal. Wrapping up a relatively comprehensive victory of the Crusaders. I think the Crusaders still got the dog in them, still got the fight. Uh, a dog in the fight, if you will. And they really hung around and stacked up against the Chiefs. So definitely not a team to write off just yet, but certainly missing a layer of polish. But Chiefs, uh, even with some of their... Losses in the forward pack, I think, well and truly showed that they made up for it and are able to kick on and I think going to come into strong contention for titles. Brumbies look super duper sharp against the Rebels, or my albeit the Rebels looking pretty average. Uh, the preseason woes are seemingly not galvanizing them, so interesting to see how they stack up next week. Of course, you can't really make too much of a judgment call on one game of rugby, but they were pretty disappointing uh, in a performance against a really polished, super sharp, super sharp, if you will, Brumby's sides who were lightning off, off the line in defense. Corey Tool lit up the ground and silenced the commentators even. So Brumby's going to be a real deal. It'll be interesting to see what happens when they stack up against the first Kiwi side uh, they're going to face. Moana showed up. Uh, it was really interesting to see them stretch the the Highlanders and see that they will have a bit of ticker and their prop stocks coming in with uh, Captain James Lay is definitely going to be stacked up a little bit more and help set them on a more solid base to launch the demons in their back line, uh, particularly Julian Savia, one of the first starts of his in centre. Uh, and he racked up the fantasy points just quietly and did all good things. So super cool to see Moana step up. Didn't get the win, uh, but it's very, very close for most of the game. Uh, and in fact, leading, leading at half time. Then uh, we saw, of course, the Reds backing themselves, turning down four or five shots in front of penalties in a, on a wet night up at Suncorp. Super cool to see them start off that way. It was a bit concerning how many tries or easy tries they gave away against the 
the line of play, but otherwise their defense looks solid, their attack looks solid, forwards look solid. Lots of lots of tick check marks there. I'm just not sure if because that's obviously where the the Kiwis, the Pacific Islander teams, will thrive is that quick against the run of play ball. So a little bit scary signs there, but definitely a good wrap for the weekend. Diving in, uh, quick sand off on uh, the team that I put together on. Friday for y'all on the pod. It's a bit of a disappointment. Uh, I didn't get the win against my brother in our in our own competition that we're running. Basically, mainly because uh, Jordy Barrett, who I captained for the the round, didn't really kick on. He only got 35 points and then double that for 70 for me. The captain, you're typically looking for two to 300 from a round. My standout, obviously, is Jacob Ratavai Vuki Nipens, uh, who stacked up 160 for a very tidy fee. Uh, Mark Tillier was a little on the quieter side uh, against the Indrua with 92 points. Tate McDermott stepped up as always, 124. Apelli Momo, another of my cheapest creepers, kicked off with 93, and I think he'll be a a good starter or at least bencher for me this season. Stephen Perifeta didn't really kick on the same way. I think potentially in, in a similar vein to Geordie Barrett, where they were more the playmakers on the field, running the running the team, running the plays, getting the other players into position and not necessarily racking up the kick meters or the run meters themselves. And lo and behold, Jordy Barrett's not even kicking anymore. Brett Cameron's taken the tee off him. So I didn't even get the easy sneaky points from Jordy Barrett that I usually would. But definitely, yeah, some takeaways. I think too many blues in... in took up too much of my salary. I th- would have liked to see some more forwards in there as well that are more consistent. Uh, you know the flanks are going to have their work out, cut out, particularly in local derbies like Chiefs Crusaders with Tom Christie teeing off into 100. Similar with Fraser McWright, Harry Wilson being around 90 or 100 thereabouts. So some good learnings for myself to apply for next round. Let's dive into the fantasy team of the week. Uh, this is the team 1 to 23 who scored the most for their position. Uh, it was really refreshing to see Taniela Tupu make his return, though, albeit he came off with an injury, a uh, wrist injury. So hopefully that's something that's a lot more manageable than what he's been working with the last couple. But he slotted up 55 points off the bench and was leading the propping standards until the last game of the round when Angus Bell came in and knocked off his role with 62 points. Tavita Icarvere was, of course, in fine form for the Endura, slotting up 143 points in his in their tough game against the Blues. Super exciting to see him start off with such a bang. Ruben O'Neill from the Chiefs doing the hard yards and getting a solid 56 points is super cool to see as well. Really refreshing to see someone come out of the big Chiefs-Crusaders game, the grudge match, with so many points. Caleb Delaney coming in at your first lock at 81 points. Snuck an incredibly, like, almost laugh out loud, unfortunately, for the forced try. No one no one watching, just got bagging an easy five points. Sam Durry from the Blues coming in at the second lock with 94 points. Rob Valentini, 75 points. A little bit quieter of a game for him, but obviously you'll see at uh, number eight, Charlie Kale taking up a lot of fantasy points, 132. Really got the job done against the Rebels. Uh, and I felt that Valentini was super solid and doing more of the, the dark arts and the clean outs and breakdown work and letting Charlie Kale take up some more meters away from him at 132. Fraser McWright, obviously I think the, one of the picks of the Reds team, coming in and 
and uh, locking up 107 points in the open side position was yeah definitely my player of the match in the Queensland game so many a couple of tries a couple of disallowed tries so many tackles runs offloads all the things uh, so super exciting to see from them Xavier Rowe uh, slotting in in the absence of Brad Webber. They've got their halfback stocks figured out well and truly, the Chiefs. Xavier Rowe being our first 200-point man of the season, hitting a 200 on the nose, getting the job done against the Crusaders. It's funny, against the Crusaders, uh, the Chiefs' do, halves do typically get a lot of work done. I'm not sure exactly why that is, but just I think it's just how much ball goes their way particularly early in the season on a fresh, hard track with a bit of heat in Hamilton. I was super excited to see. Damien McKenzie makes it up, makes a Chiefs playmaking spine, or the start of which at least, with 143 points. Uh, so super exciting for him considering he came off at half halftime. Uh, he could have been challenging Mark Talia as the second 300-point man. Uh, not to be. I uh, hope, uh, hope he'll recover well. But yeah, definitely should have stuck with him in my fantasy team for sure. Corey Toole had another bumper on the on the weekend, coming seemingly from nowhere, completely silencing the commentators and a hilarious silent audio as, as Corey Toole just did, did an amazing chip and chase and plucked a try seemingly from nowhere. He ended the match with 159 points and a super awesome display. Here's to him kicking on and having Wallabies honours later this year, but super exciting things to see from him. Julian Savia, the bus, getting it done with Moana Pacifica, slotting in at inside centre, 112 points. Super exciting to see him back in the points, and I'm hoping he can get some consistent game time. As as I uh, touched on in our Hurricanes review that's going to be releasing later this week, he definitely was underutilised at the Hurricanes last year, which meant that his price his price puts him more into a, a cheaper creeper. So definitely, if he gets consistent starts, consistent game time, he will be a player to watch for sure. Filippo Dangunu, despite the yellow card, racks up 103 points. Definitely had his work cut out, and I think... He's a, he's a bit of a Lockie Swinton light in that case. He's always got a card in him. Unfortunately, it comes typically in the most frustrating moments. Uh, the Rebels trying to get a foothold in the game and then him just doing a, a silly lifting tackle. Uh, 103 points still makes the, the team of the round. Joshua Morby locks out the other wing. Uh, 136 points running right in the west over there. Andrew Callaway being the second man joining the 200 club this season at 207 points and coming in at number 15. Uh, so some surprise packets uh, and some typical anchors uh, slotting up there. A good spannering of points across that first 15. Coming in off the reserves, Alex Murphy put in a big shift for the Rebels with 65 points. Jordan Lay in the Blues coming on a wrapping up a solid 38 points. As I touched on, Taniella coming back with 55 points. Uh, super exciting to see. He hasn't been in that point range for a long time. It's challenging Angus Bell for the, the top of the props. Let's see if he can get past this latest injury and keep cracking on and maybe take that title from Angus Bell. Jamie Hanna coming off at, in number 19 position with 64 points. Braden Ose with the Hurricanes in 69 points. Interesting one uh, for the Hurricanes going with uh, Villeneuve 
as their starting halfback, potentially giving a rest to TJ Perinara and Cam Roygaard. But the fact that Cam Roygaard was led onto the pitch and racked up 80 points in uh, not much time, uh, super exciting signs to see for him, the Canes and the All Blacks later on. He was my cheaper creeper, or kind of uh, in the... Cheaper creeper, but really an anchor frame last season. So super exciting to see if he gets more starts, Cam Roygaard, where he can go, how high he can push his average. Josh Shione coming in to replace DMAC at halftime and slotted up 88 points. In a, again, in that trend of Chiefs playmakers getting the job done and racking up the fantasy points, particularly in the tougher matches against the Crusaders. Then wrapping out with a couple of nice tries and runs out, out west is Salisi Rayasi from the Hurricanes with 47 points. So a super tidy bench and some players to look for, definitely in the cheapest creepers, vein anchors, some bolters in there with Xavier Rowe, who probably is, I need to check exactly where his price is at, but he's probably a, a good shout for a cheapest creeper that's going to keep doing good things. Super exciting round to kick off rugby for the Southern Hemisphere this year. I'm so pumped to keep keep going deeper and deeper into the round. If you haven't already, jump in fantasyrugbypro.com, sign up, create your account, and create your team in your first comp. And I'm looking to burst you all as soon as possible. Thanks, rugby fam. Catch you next time.